This is the XBHS Radio Network. From the Nashville studios of the XBHS Radio Network, I'm Skip Orham, and this is the Anchor Point Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Anchor Point, your faith and fitness podcast, the podcast for us older folks in our 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond, working together to live long, happy, and healthy lives. Today's episode is an introduction to heart rate training. You all know that the Anchor Point Disease Fighting and Fitness Model has seven elements, faith, diet, exercise, attitude, positive imagery, music, and research. And we will be focusing on that exercise element today. And then later in the episode, we're going to look at decision making and how struggling with difficult decisions can stress us out. And too much stress, it can make us sick. Thank you, everybody, for pushing that play button and punching up this episode of the Anchor Point Podcast. I'm not recording this episode downtown at the XBHS Radio Studios in Nashville. Instead, this podcast episode is being recorded today at my Skip's Voice home studio here in the quaint little Nashville suburban town of Nolensville, Tennessee. Nolensville sits right here on the southeast corner of the Music City. We had some technical problems last week with the AnchorPoint.com website and also with the AnchorPoint podcast feed. Many of you took the time to email me last week and let me know that you were having trouble downloading and listening to your weekly episode of the AnchorPoint podcast. I'm happy to say that's all been fixed now. Everything's working great, not only at the AnchorPoint.com website, but also the AnchorPoint podcast feed is up and running. Send in the AnchorPoint podcast to all of the different podcast platforms out there. So wherever you get the AnchorPoint podcast from, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, we're back on and each and every episode is right there. Today's episode might run a little longer than usual, so let's get started right now with the Anchor Points Medical News for Seniors. Today's Anchor Point Medical News for Seniors is from an article put out by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. The article's purpose is to give tips for cancer survivors to help them during stressful times. Of course, all of us, not just cancer survivors, need to do everything we can to eliminate stress from our lives. So here are some stress reduction tips from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention to help us deal with stress. I've also added a couple of suggestions on my own. The first tip to help with stress, physical activity. Listeners to this podcast constantly hear me talk about how important physical activity is to improve not only your physical quality of life, but also your mental quality of life. Exercise is such a great stress reducer. The second tip, make sure you are sleeping right. 
Not getting enough sleep can lead to poor physical and mental health. You should try to plan for a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake-up time. By the way, keep those electronics out of the bedroom. Another tip to help reduce stress, make sure you're listening to your body. If you notice any new or, or strange symptoms that start to appear, don't ignore them. Don't continue to worry about them. Contact your doctor. It's so important, everybody, at our age, to make sure we keep our doctor informed with information about what's going on with our body. If something doesn't feel right, don't sit around worrying about it. Let your doctor know about it. Staying connected with family and with friends is important in helping you keep stress under control. If you're unable for some reason to reach out to family and friends in person, reach out by phone. And here's one more tip for reducing stress. The Center for Disease Control didn't mention this one, and I think it is the most important. And everybody, this is a proven technique to help you through stressful times. Talk to God about your stress and about your concerns. Ask for His help and guidance. You know He'll listen. You know He's so very concerned about you. He'll help you because He has a plan for you. You're part of His overall plan. And studying your Bible, it's the perfect life guidebook. Everybody, there is a reason. Faith is element number one in the Anchor Point disease fighting and fitness model. With faith in God, you don't need to worry about things that you can't control. God is there to help you deal with your stress. And that is Anchor Point's medical news for seniors for today. A quick reminder, new episodes of the Anchor Point podcast are released every Friday. Anchor Point is available on all of the major podcast platforms. Just search on the Anchor Point. And remember, we spell Anchor Point with an E. T-H-E-A-N-C-H-O-R-P-O-I-N-T-E. Or you can search on my name, Skip Orham. If you subscribe to the Anchor Point podcast, wherever you get your podcast, each new episode of the Anchor Point will drop into your podcast feed as soon as we release the episodes every Friday. On this episode today, we are all about heart rate training. The Anchor Point Disease Fighting and Fitness Model Exercise Element has two parts, strength training and heart rate training. On an episode last month, we talked about strength training, and today's episode is your introduction to heart rate training. Before we get started talking about heart rate training, I want to emphasize the importance of talking with your doctor before you start working on any of the exercise or diet elements in the Anchor Point Disease Fighting and Fitness Model. A doctor's okay is the first requirement for the diet and for the exercise element 
of the Anchor Point disease fighting and fitness model. Actually, you probably should talk with your doctor about this entire journey you're on right now to improve your health and fitness and fight off disease. Heart rate training is simply moving. That can be walking, running, dancing, stair stepping, cycling, spinning, whatever movement exercise you enjoy doing. I recommend doing heart rate training 30 to 45 minutes a day, three to five days a week. If you're a beginner, you need to start slowly and work up to that. If you do your heart rate training three to five days a week, that'll give you those alternate days to do your strength training. Heart rate training provides so many benefits in getting and, and keeping you healthy. Heart rate training burns lots of calories and lots of fat. And on those days you do heart rate training, you're going to continue to burn calories at a higher rate even after you're done exercising. Heart rate training is such an efficient use of your exercise time while it improves your heart and your lung strength and increases your endurance. To show you how heart rate training works, I'm going to have you do a short 10-minute practice heart rate training workout today. You can do any type of moving exercise you want as we do this workout. You can dance, run, walk, whatever you want to do to get your heart rate up. Now, if this is your first time doing any heart rate training, you might just want to dance or, or sway your body in some way as we do this workout. We'll start off in zone one. I call it the warm-up and recovery zone. If you were tracking your heart rate during this workout, in this zone, your heart rate would be beating at about 50 to 60% of your maximum rate. There is a formula for calculating your maximum heart rate, but let's don't worry about that today. Instead, we'll listen to our bodies and we'll let them tell us which training zone we're exercising in. I will talk you through each of these heart rate training zones and I'll show you how to listen to your body to figure out which zone you're exercising in. This will be a fun introduction to heart rate training. And remember everybody, we're just practicing here. If you can't keep up with a workout, that's no big deal. You'll get better each time you attempt the workout. And remember, during the workout, I'm gonna be talking you through the different heart rate training zones. Let's start by warming up right now. I want you to start moving at a relaxing walking pace. Your breathing should be easy. Actually, you should be able to very comfortably carry on a conversation at this warm-up pace. You'll probably feel like you could maintain this level of walking or moving for a long period of time. You're not really challenging yourself yet. You're just getting warmed up. You are in heart rate training zone one. And if you were able to measure your heart rate right now, it would be at about 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate. As an example, if you're 70 years old, you subtract that age from 220, and that would give you, if you're age 70, 
a maximum heart rate of 150 beats per minute. Right now, as you exercise in this zone one, warming up, your heart rate would be beating at about 75 to 80 beats per minute. That's 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate. Keep moving, continue to warm up in heart rate zone one. In just a few seconds, we're going to move your workout into zone two, light exercise. You'll be expending more energy and this is where the majority of your workout will take place. As your body talks to you in zone two, you'll feel that you could still carry on a conversation but with some difficulty and your breathing will, well, it'll become a little more intense and you'll definitely be burning some calories at a higher rate. You'll be at 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate. Now with that example of our 70 year old, that person's heart rate would go to around 95 to 105 beats per minute. We are going to move you from this warm up zone into zone two for the next 90 seconds. Continue to move along in zone two. The majority of your workout would normally be done in this zone. In addition to burning calories at a higher rate, exercising in this zone, it will improve your body's ability to burn fat and help keep your heart healthy. Okay. It's time to kick the workout up into zone three, the intense zone. 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate. Our 70 year old's heart rate will be beating at between 105 and 120 beats per minute. You'll need to move faster. You'll not be able to carry on a conversation, but you, well, you should be able to sing if you want to. And you're only going to be able to stay in this zone for a short period of time. We'll do this next interval in zone three for 15 seconds. This next zone, zone three, it's the perfect zone for developing stamina, increasing aerobic fitness, burning calories and fat at an intense level. Are you ready? Let's kick your workout into the intense zone. Move faster. Okay, everybody, move it back down into zone two to recover for the next 60 seconds. You're still moving at a decent pace, just not as fast as zone three. You could probably carry on a conversation now, but it might be difficult, some heavy breathing. You're still burning calories.
you ready to go again in zone three? This time, try to stay in this zone for 30 seconds. Bring it back down to zone two, recover for 60 seconds, and then we'll go one more time in zone three. When we did that little spurt in zone three, were you able to continue for the entire 30 seconds? Well, if not, I don't want you to worry. The more you do interval training workouts, you'll continue to increase your stamina and your aerobic fitness. Now let's go one more time in zone three, and we'll do it this time again for 30 seconds. Ready, set, go. Slow down just a bit, back into zone two for the next 60 seconds. You're continuing to burn calories and fat. This is your heart conditioning zone. The majority of any interval training workout is done in this zone, exercising at 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate. All right, bring it all the way down to zone one. Very light exercise. You're breathing, it should be regular, but you're still moving. We're actually cooling down, getting ready to end this very brief mini workout. Everybody, we've been doing a brief version of an interval training workout, exercising in three different heart rate training zones. A regular interval training workout would last for about 30 to 45 minutes, warming up in zone one and then alternating between longer periods of time in zone two and then 
kicking it up for brief periods of time in the more intense zone three. And then finally, at the end of the workout, cooling down in zone one, just like we're doing right now. Your goal should be to eventually be doing this type of a workout for a minimum of five days a week for 30 to 45 minutes per day. I want to congratulate you though, just doing this many workout, you've strengthened your heart, you've burned some calories and fat, and even more good news. One of the additional benefits of interval training is that you'll continue to burn calories at a faster rate even as you continue on with your day. On another Anchor Point episode later this spring, I'm going to coach you through a standalone 30 to 45 minute heart rate training workout. That workout will involve all three of the heart rate training zones that you practice today. And then in a future episode of Anchor Point, we'll introduce a standalone high intensity heart rate training workout. In that workout, we'll add zone four, which is at 90% of your maximum heart rate. Zone four, it's a very difficult and, and hard zone. You usually can only stay in that zone for a few seconds. It's, it's like the final finish, the pushing hard at the end of a race. By the way, this practice 10-minute workout we did today is available as an audio burst at the Anchor Point website, theanchorpoint.com. And just let me remind you again that we spell Anchor Point with an E. When you go to theanchorpoint.com, click on the audio burst page and then scroll down to the Introduction to Heart Rate Training Workout. There from the website, you can download the workout that we did today and do it anytime you want. And then everybody, look for standalone Anchor Point workout episodes coming up later this spring and summer. And I'll just remind you one more time that if you subscribe to the Anchor Point podcast, either from our website or from wherever you get your podcast, you won't miss any episodes. They'll drop right there into your podcast feed as soon as the episodes are released. And then you can listen to them anywhere, anytime you want. Let's follow up the medical news for seniors for today and talk a little more about ways to eliminate stress from our lives. We know now that stress is dangerous to our health and we need to find ways to keep it under control, lower it, manage it. I find, and I bet you do too, that decision-making is often stressful, especially with very important decisions. God has given us the freedom to make our own decisions. I considered important to talk with Him and ask for His guidance whenever making any major decisions. Whether it's about health care, 
marriage, family, careers. Those decisions, they can be overwhelming and, and bring on so much stress. If you include God in your decision-making process, He will help you through it. When our hearts and our minds are focused on God, we become more aware of what He desires in our lives. We can gain valuable insight from God to help us make those difficult decisions. When I had to make some cancer treatment decisions, I began by searching the Bible for any verses or or guidance I could find with those very difficult decisions I needed to make. There are many verses in the Bible that can help you with decision-making. And of course, we need to be careful not to misapply Bible verses. Here are two that I found pretty helpful to me. James 1.5 If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and that wisdom will be given to him. And then this very important verse from Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Those two verses give me both comfort and direction when I'm confronted with important decisions, whether they're about family, health care, finances. I talk every day, as I hope you do too, with God. And so, with regard to decision-making, it's only natural that we involve God in our decision-making process. It's so critical not to make decisions in a vacuum. If you involve God in your decision-making process, ultimately, God will lead you to a correct decision. And then, there's no longer any need to continue to rethink it or, or worry about it. You can be confident with God's guidance that you've taken the correct course of action. You've made the right decision. Look to God. Look to the Bible. Comfort, advice, and direction are in His words. Next week's Anchor Point episode is about finding reliable medical and health information. That episode will drop on Friday, February 17th, 2023. For the stations along the XBHS radio network and for the Anchor Point podcast. Today from the quaint little Nashville suburban town of Nolensville, Tennessee. I'm Skip Orham. Bye everybody. BHS Radio, the gold standard in internet broadcasting.